The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Welcome to the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA. Lindsay, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonser, Dan Menzel with you. Great to be here. Lindsay pushing the buttons and he's off to a flyer. Uh, great work, mate. Uh, Menz, how are you going? Good oh, weekend? Yeah, great weekend, Bonds. Uh, I'm really looking forward to today's show. Mixed results for Adelaide in terms of sporting events and sporting yes. teams on the weekend. So really looking forward to jumping into those games. But uh, no, it was. It was a nice, a bit more relaxing weekend for myself. How about you? Uh, yeah, I did some painting, uh, continued painting my fence. I think I finished it all now and we did a bit of clean-up work in the backyard. Um, so that's all done because I had a week off commentary, which was nice. Yes. Uh, it's been a... a I think it's one of the rare weekends I have off during the year. So, no, it was good. Um, but uh, everyone else could be part of the show as well, men's. They can give us a call on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, 736 736 or text in on 0427 Men's, it's so we're changing things up. We are. Because it's a summer edition of Sports ASA and... Wills and Blighty do a great job throughout the year, and uh, but we're going to add a few new segments across the summer. Hope you like them. If you don't like them, keep quiet. If you do like them, tell us. <laughs> Call in. <laughs> um, so the first one is Monday Box Score. Thanks to Irrigear, save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Monday Box Score, what's it all about, Mens? Yeah, the Monday Box Score, there's, we know there's plenty of sporting events over the weekend, so we're going to bring you all of those results uh, and chat about the major ones from the weekend. And Bonds, let's start with cricket. Let's yes. start with the Aussies in the ODI World Cup over in India. And we took on the Poms, a game that they didn't really have much to play for, but they never liked losing to us, so we knew they were going to be dangerous, but uh, a really important win and a convincing win in the end for the Aussies. Look, it, it, it was almost like watching the Aussies bat. They were a bit tentative. We lost wickets at the wrong time. Really impressed with Labashain's innings, 71. He sort of held the whole innings together, didn't he? He did, and it's come really. It's a timely knock for him as well because, yes. look, will he go out when Maxwell comes back in? I believe so. But it's nice to know that if we do fail or falter at the top, he can come in, a Smith can come in. These sort of guys can do the job for the Aussies. And, and we were too good in the end. We made 286 from 49.3 overs, bowled out for 286. So yes. you knew that on that pitch there was every chance that England could potentially deteriorate as well. And they certainly did that. They made 253 in reply off just over 48 overs. Adam Zampa, he just continues his form. He took three for 21. Uh, he also made 29 with the bat as well, which was great to see man of the match. But do you reckon for Australia that was uh, a good win or do you reckon it was as equally disappointing for the Poms? Uh, I think it was a good win for the Aussies. I think the the best thing of the day in in the whole game was Besto getting yeah, our first ball. It was. <laughs> we, we might have that. Do we have that there, Lindsay? Let's have another listen to uh, Johnny Bairstow. Poor man. No, we don't. It's there somewhere. It doesn't matter. Well, the other one, that, that he, he was disappointing, but I think the whole England team, they have been throughout the tournament. They have been the absolute disappointment of the tournament. And we might have a listen to Josh Butler, their captain, talking about their tournament. 
Yeah, it's certainly um, a, a low point. Uh, I've had a few, but uh, yeah, definitely as a captain, um, you know, to be stood in this position when you, you arrive in India with very high hopes is in, incredibly tough, incredibly disappointing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it hurts a lot, you know, coming into the tournament, you know, fancied ourselves to, to have a real go at it and, and push whoever it was going to be all the way. Um, so yeah, we haven't done ourselves justice. Um, you know, it's, it's incredibly tough, you know, to, to reach those highs. Absolutely. Everyone knows how much hard work goes into that. Um, and even when you come up short, there's so much hard work that goes into, into that. So um, yeah, we feel like we've let ourselves down. We've let uh, people down at home, the, the people who support us um, through thick and thin. And, and that, um, you know, obviously you wear that um, you know, on your own shoulders. That's England skipper there, Josh Butler. Very elegant he is, but uh, not so much Ben Stokes. Uh, no, I think the problem is, is that we've been crap. You have to pick a single funny or happy moment on this tour, which you've said has been a crap, but anything funny, anything happy that you, that you will take away that sticks in your mind? Um, sorry, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> that was just awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, you got to love Ben Stokes. He calls it as it is. Yes. And he said that, Ben Crap. Yeah. And uh, I love the I love the question. Uh, yeah, it's really, yeah, I know, I know. It was it was a crap, but maybe there was something happy. Uh, Johnny from Port Augusta is on the line. Um, wants to speak to us, Johnny? Welcome to Sports ASA. Was he there? He might have gone. Johnny, have we got you? Port Augusta's a long way away, Bonds. Yeah, so maybe we just pedal faster, Johnny. <laughs> no, we might come All back. Right, to... Oh, here he is. Hello, Johnny. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, fellas. I um. He's not Matt Peck. The best match I've ever seen, by none, is Liv Richards. The best play you've ever seen? The best match I've ever seen. I'm Miss Sobers, clearly, or Graham Pollock, and that, that, that some of the older timers are over about then, but the best match I've ever seen is Liv Richards, comfortably. Oh, not comfortably, but a little bit ahead of Tendall for Lara, these blokes. Lara was brilliant on his day, he's no doubt about that. He was great to watch. Greg Chappell is Ricky Potting. I can't speak Greg Chappell Ricky Potting as a sporting back to back. But who's the greatest sportsman of all time? Is it, is it a, is it a Bradman? Is it a Lamarie? Is it a Pele, is it a Messi, for example? Jeez, we've only got an hour-long show. I only got an hour-long show, Johnny. We could go forever in regards to who's the best athlete of all time. Oh, it's, it's, um, a very, it's, it's such a tough question, isn't it? This is a campfire question where, as you said, you're sitting around, you've got an hour to spend on this. It is a really tough question. For mine, it's longevity. And so that's where you look at whether it's a Tiger Woods, a Leo Messi, a LeBron James, someone who's done it for 20-plus years at the highest Michael level. Michael before LeBron, please. Uh, interesting, because... <laughs> not longevity when it comes to well, Michael Jordan. Well, I, I don't disagree with you, Bonds. Anyway, I actually think we can have that argument I, another I night. We should do that. that. Michael Jordan is the best, yes. but there is other people that work in the studio that believe that LeBron is the I best. Know. So, um, well, they're ill-informed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get to... Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for your call. Love to have you on, on the show. Uh, great listener and great man in there, uh, Port Augusta. The Good Oil, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. The good oil this week, men's, it's surely got to be the Crows AFLW team. It does. It is the Crows AFLW team. They have finished on top of the table heading into the finals. And the reason why that's massive is we know that with the women's competition 
whoever is the higher ranked team at the grand final time gets a grand final at home. Yes. So for Adelaide, if they make the grand final, it will be here in Adelaide, which is huge in terms of home ground advantage for the Crows. And they finished first, Brisbane finished fourth. So they'll take on Brisbane in the qualifying final, which is going to be this Saturday at Norwood Oval at 2.35 on Saturday, as mentioned. So that will be, Brisbane's a good side, but uh, to have that home final, I think, will go in as heavy favourites. Well, Brisbane did... Adelaide a favour by knocking off Melbourne as well on the weekend, which meant that Adelaide clinched that top spot. Yeah, well, it shows their form's good, Brisbane, and they have been since they lost their first game of the season. They have uh, looked much better, and uh, they will be tough, but I think Adelaide at home, you'd be brave to pick against them. Yeah, Matthew Clark was, uh, had a little bit to say about finishing top. You know, we, we, we knew we had top two secured, and, uh, you know, we're really, obviously, really wrapped with the season as a whole. Uh, to go nine and one is, you know, a really strong performance, and um, you know, as, as much as we could hope for. I suppose we could hope for ten, but we'll, we'll settle for nine and one. And um, yeah, so obviously we're now set up to have the double chance. To yeah, Matthew Clark, they're talking about the double chance. Can they win it again, Bonds? Now their game plan it seems to hold up throughout the regular season. Will it hold up during finals? Definitely. Yeah, I, I think they're the favourites. Yeah, I, 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 I try and beat them. That's what I'm saying. Totally agree. Let's have a listen to Doc Clark on the game plan. Are you playing a style of footy that you think will hold up uh, when the pressure's at its highest? And um, at times we've done that. At times this year um, we've played a, a footy that we will we'll stand up. Uh, but we probably haven't been absolutely consistent with that. So, yeah, we've got some work to do over the next month to, to make it, you know, make every post a winner, as they say. The other good all from the weekend from the AFLW Bonds is the Port Adelaide Power finished on a winning note. A really good win, 13 goals, 10, 88, defeat in GWS, 4 goals, 6.30. So it's as good a win as they've had in the history of their club in the AFLW. And great to see Aaron Phillips' last game. What a way to finish her career. Well, they lifted, didn't they? And they had a good crowd there, over 3,000 people. And uh, Aaron got thrown forward. At the end of the game, kicked, took a mark, kicked a goal. The perfect finish to an outstanding career, not just AFLW career, but uh, also her basketball career playing um, for the Opals oh. and, and internationally in the, in the States in the, in the WNBL. Speak about longevity. Uh, she's certainly got that. And let's have a listen to her on her last game. We owed our fans one here for, you know, all the support that they do for us and show up every time we play here. So, yeah, it was, it was an awesome way to finish off. Aaron Phillips there. While we're still on the Monday box score, we'll just get on to the NBL briefly. This is the result that didn't quite go Adelaide's way. Uh, Adelaide 36ers, 88, went down to the Perth Wildcats, 99. Bryce Cotton, we know how good he is here, 29 points. Yeah, I thought uh, Bryce Cotton interview, he was in the presser afterwards and he said it was great that uh, I'm now wearing the number 11 jump, uh, jersey. I don't know who that bloke was for the first five games. <laughs> so he'd come out of that form slump. He was he was the difference. Uh, they probably, the, the Sixers got beaten on the rebound on the boards for the first time in a long time, especially against Perth. They're the worst rebounding team in the MBL, but uh, they out-rebounded the Sixers and the turnovers hurt the Sixers as well. Six turnovers to 12. Um, 12's not bad, yep. but uh, six more than your opposition He's gonna, is going to hurt. And, look, they weren't horrible. They lost Jacob Wiley in the second half as well. Alex Starling stepped up, played some good minutes in the second half. Um, 
I watched it and didn't. I wasn't overly disappointed, expecting the Wildcats to come out strong, and that's exactly what happened. But they'll bounce back. The Sixes. They will bounce back. They take on the Jack Jumpers this Saturday yes. at home. And last one on the box score: the Adelaide United one-all draw against Melbourne Victory, our rival there. So we stay undefeated, two wins and a draw on top yep. of the table. So Adelaide United going along nicely. They take on Sydney FC at home this Saturday night. Yes, the good oil was for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded virgin extra olive oil, grown harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria and the NFL liner catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN visit GamePass.com and coming up on the show we're trying to get one of the uh, Adelaide strikers uh, hopefully we can have one, them, one of them on the show later and Men's you got a top seven coming up which has got a little bit of a Melbourne Cup theme as you would expect Lumo Energy switch to the affirmative join Lumo Energy today